Hello, all you beautiful ladies and gents out there. Today, we are, well, we're extremely shorthanded. Yeah, so when it came time to record today, well, Mike had a baby. Well, not Mike, but his, his wife had a baby, or a girlfriend, or partner, or I think I, it's fiance. It's fiance. The Definitely. lady of his life. Yes. Had a baby. And, well, if you've listened to any of our other episodes, Luke's just a bit of a bish. So, mm-hmm. he kind of bished out. Uh, do you have any defense for Luke, Craig? I mean, you are his he, friend. He has a cold. And he didn't want people to be listening to him going... Or something like that. I don't, I don't know. So, that's your defense. In, in court, you're going to say he had a cold. Well, no, that's I'm not defending him. I'm saying that's his defense. Okay, I'm, right. I'm with you in this one. I meant, why are you friends with him? What's your defense? Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, he, he drives me down to Boots every so often to get a sandwich from work. So it's, it's kind of fine. All right, yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. So when we have a schedule that we like to keep, and since there's only two of us this time, we figured we're going to kind of keep a light topic here, but we're going to you know still keep it as a topic. And the topic this week is Perfect Tens. So these aren't necessarily going to be games that, you know, GameSpot said were top, were, you know, 10 out of 10, or Famitsu said were 40 out of 40. These are the games that you personally have played that you feel could not get any better. If you added anything or you subtracted anything, they would just be a lesser experience and not quite the perfect game they are. Now, now Craig, you had a lot of trouble coming up with games for this list, right? I did because I thought no games would be in my list until we kind of defined what a perfect 10 game was and then I thought oh there's tons oh crap it's a bit difficult to because when you've got so many kind of sewn in feelings with games and you think oh that was just that was absolutely amazing you get I get that quite a lot with games so I would say those are the games that impact you so much that you think that was just perfect for me in my own um, what's the word when you're not talking about a group of people, you're talking about yourself? Personal. That, yeah, your, your own personal take on it is a, a perfect game. Jeez, what's wrong with my English? Ladies and gentlemen, Craig, been an English yeah. speaker for about 30 <laughs> years. Good job. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so when you were cracking down on your, your small little list of two, because we might do this again once the guys are back, uh, are most of these games that are newer, or are they games that you remember from your youth, or anything uh, like that? Newer, as in more recent than my youth. There are many games in my youth that I always look back fondly. Obvious LucasArts Adventures, etc. But I think for the perfect tens, when I started boiling it down, there's just so much out fairly recently that it's it's kind of safe to do that. And I thought if we're going to do this again with the four of us. I get to pick another two games anyway, so you know, what's the harm in, nah. in just going for two? So I, I have a coin. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna lie. This is a little behind the curtain. I have a ketchup packet here, not a <laughs> and I'm gonna flip it. It's from Burger King, so I don't nice. know if they have weighted ketchup packets or not. Would you rather have the Heinz tomato ketchup side mm-hmm. or the blank side? I, I'll have that the the blank side. All right. Okay. Here we go. There are no witnesses. We're going to have to go on the honor system. It's the Heinz tomato ketchup Oof. side. You lose, Craig. Does that mean All I right, go so first or last? No, that means <laughs> we didn't I define go first. that. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, that was part of the mystery. 
Got you. So, right. you say perfect tens, and the first thing that comes to my mind is something that you have absolutely no experience with, Craig. And that's Starcraft. Yes. I know, I know. I have absolutely nothing on Starcraft. You know I've got nothing on it, Starcraft. Yeah, I know I've got nothing. It, yeah, I, it's been a professional sport for like 20 years. And it's amazing. Not only does this series have a great string of luck with story, because some of it is a little absurd, but when you're playing it in the moment, you're like, okay, this is good. But I think it deserves a perfect 10 because uh, the gameplay it laid down is the gold standard for everything. That's why Command and Conquer died off. That's why uh, Rise of the Nations or Age of Empires or all those, they all kind of get compared to StarCraft. Yet you don't mention the, the pinnacle of RTS at Total Annihilation. Man. No. no yes. No. Oh. Total Annihilation has nothing on. Okay. Oh. All right. We're going to break this down for a second. I didn't know you were a Total Annihilation person, man. I love it. Love okay. It. So let's, 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 let's put on the pros and cons here. Okay. Pro for StarCraft. Three races. How many races does Total Annihilation have with vastly different units? Vastly different. Um, a half. Vastly different. Race. A half race. <laughs> Okay, all right. So we got StarCraft <laughs> winning. All right. Now, now, the, the, this one is a loaded one because StarCraft will lose. But uh, graphic fidelity, how does it look? Um, I think I've watched some videos of StarCraft, and StarCraft as a whole package looks great. But I absolutely love Total Annihilation's we animated three D ness to yeah, the units. Yeah, wasn't until StarCraft there's, two that they did that. Yeah. So there's something. There's something. But I'll, I mean, StarCraft looks fantastic. It's full. It's full of action and what's the word? What's the word, Dave? It's got a. It's got a thing about it. Kinetic energy. Uh, je ne sais quoi. Um, character. Character. Uh, charm. Ca- character yeah. is the not so much <laughs> charm, but character is 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 the word. Whereas Total Annihilation is purely little tiny wee three D animated units are just like. It's lovely, but I, I'll I'll admit it that Total Annihilation wins over StarCraft only because I mean, if you have two pictures and one's a nice modeled 3D and one's kind mm-hmm. of a chunky looking 2D sprite-ish thing, then yeah, Total Annihilation wins. All right, so we're tied at one one. Oh dear! Now right. I've got a feeling that I'm going to lose this based on the fact that you're bringing up. You've said now, now is the world where you say now, Craig. What about? <laughs> Okay, so let, let's see. Another thing StarCraft has in its favor. Memorable characters. Oh, Can you name me any of the main characters from Total Annihilation? Tank Besides number five? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, absolutely nobody. Well, I don't know. Tank five? Really good kind of inner conflict going on there. Yeah. Like, should he fire? Should he not fire? The, it was, the backstory. Was nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they played with those themes. It worked really well. So, yeah, uh, let's say StarCraft wins in that regard because everybody knows who Kerrigan is. Even you probably know, right? Like who, the bug-looking lady who's got the, the spines oh, and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, everybody knows Kerrigan. All right, and, and lastly, we have music. Music. Anybody that's played StarCraft, if you play, like, any of the multiplayer map songs... 
I'm pretty sure there's this Pavlovian thing where they just start moving their hands <laughs> because they need to get that fifth high going. Uh, Total Annihilation, do, do you remember any of the music? No, no, I do not. I don't remember a single thing, come to think of it. So, well, uh, I, I th- well, I would say from this little contest that uh, Goblin Commander is obviously the winner. Hmm. But you know, yeah, yeah, StarCraft, if you have, I mean, that's another thing. Even the books, like, like the, I, I was nerdy enough to read the books. And even the books are okay popcorn filler page turners. They're, they're good reading for airplane stuff like that. So that, go ahead. That I'm just I was just gonna say, you have kind of almost sold it to me. You've almost sold it to me. But what do you think is the one thing that's stopping me from going? Oh, I'll give that a shot. Uh, the fact that it's on a computer, or that you know, if you go onto a multiplayer game, a Korean will come and just wipe the floor with you. You're pretty much dead on there. It's that's the second point, <laughs> not the first point. It's definitely the second point. And I imagine starting StarCraft now is a bit like starting a race, you know, like five kilometers after everyone's ran it or something like that. It's kind of, I imagine it'd be on the losing well, foot. You see, my friend, that's why StarCraft 2 is a great starting point because they have. And even StarCraft 1 does. They have cooperative comp stomps. You can play against four AI players or okay. six AI players. So, I mean, it's always fun to jump into, and I'm not that good at it. So if we maybe, you know, gathered our forces, we might be able to wipe out a computer or two. There was a time when I I, I, um, I harbored the dream of maybe becoming a, a decent StarCraft player. And I did the you know, play for four or five hours a day, constantly playing the same race, you know, try to learn the ins and outs of the unit control. And uh, there's a guy on YouTube named Day9. He does a lot of commentating for it. And he goes into like very in-depth analysis of strategies. You know, so watch that. Watch. And I got to silver, like high silvers on the ladder. And I just could not crack that ceiling. And I, I stood, uh. stayed there for like three months and went, you know what? I'm okay just enjoying it. So I'm not a professional StarCraft player. And Mm -hmm. right now I'm too old. Because it's like boxing, right? You have like from 18 to 25. And after you've hit that point, you can't play any game professionally unless it's a single player RPG. That's that's a heroic story of failure right there. (laughs) Do you know know why I played Total Annihilation so much as well? Do you know who produced it? It's not ringing any bells. Like it was Ron Gilbert. No way. Yeah, it was Ron Gilbert that produced Total Annihilation. Why isn't Total Annihilation funny? <laughs> That's actually a very good point. Why isn't it? Everything else is funny. The cave is story. Uh, it's kind of funny, and Death Bank is kind of fun. Ron. You let us all down. Maybe he just wanted something different to do. I guess. My first perfect 10 is... Uh, can you flip that ketchup? No, no, no. Uh, Dishonored 2. Okay, the second. See, there's the problem. I've picked not the first one. No, you picked any of them. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. 
So 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 first, we'll give you your chance. You know, you're okay. on you're on the stand. Somebody has just sworn you in. Do you swear mm-hmm. to tell the truth, whole truth, nothing but truth? So you got Greg. Cool. I am going to uh, just basically take my my pros, my plus points for Dishonored two, and after I've spoken for maybe two and a half minutes, you can rip me to shreds. How about that? <laughs> so Dishonored. Absolutely fantastic game. Dishonored would have been my perfect 10 game had there not been Dishonored 2. But Dishonored 2, I think, while some of some bits of Dishonored certainly are better than Dishonored 2, there's a couple of um a couple of aspects of Dishonored I prefer. But for the actual gameplay, the level design, the feel of it, the feel of the game, the flow of the game, Dishonored 2 trumps it. So there's a couple there's two or three moments in it um, that I just thought at the time of playing it, before I'd played through the first time, I thought, this is the best game in the world ever. There's a level called, oh, do you know what? I can't even remember what it's called. It's a crack in the slab. A crack in the slab, which is set in a mansion, and you basically have to flick between however many years in the past to the present day effect and change in the building so you can overcome obstacles it's things like moving a you go into the past and move a, a statue so that in the future the statue is missing it was involved in an accident and it broke so that you could get into a room it's so perfectly done that it's just it's mind-blowing it's absolutely mind-blowing to explore and play through and then you've got two wee parts that are interconnected you've got to go to some dude's mansion called jindosh and you've got to basically you know do your usual dishonored thing you've got to stop him from doing crazy things to people and you you land in a town that's just outside his mansion and there's a huge door and you land someone's got a key somewhere in that level someone's got a key and you're gonna have to go and find them but there's also a logic puzzle and I love a logic puzzle. So I don't know if I, I can't remember if I sent a photo to you, Dave, or not. But when I was playing that level, I actually sat at the door for about an hour and a half solving this puzzle. Yeah, yeah, you did send me a picture. Put, put in the solution and it opened the door onto the next level. Holy actual mackerel. Holy actual mackerel. I've just bypassed an entire level through an absolutely brilliant piece of logic puzzling that's just. It was so out of the box because you're not. They've they crafted the level. I went back and played the level. They've crafted that level perfectly, and having the option to not go through it and just solve a puzzle was just like, wow. And now, then now, you Craig, get hold on, hold on, hold on, okay, okay. Can okay. I be and can I be an insufferable internet yes, person for just a moment? There is no way you can't be insufferable. It's who you are. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, that's my heart, man. That hurts. Okay. Um, so, so what you're all excited about is uh-huh. that a game company made a game. Yep. That you paid sixty five dollars or forty eight quid or whatever. Yep. For. Yep. And you're so excited that they crafted a way that you don't have to play what they made. Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's yes, I get less of this. Yes! Well, it's not that you get less. The, the thing is designed for multiple playthroughs. You've got your high chaos run and your low chaos run. And I, I'm the low chaos, don't kill anyone type of person. But, you know, what? 
whatever. They did something wonderful and something that I've never ever seen before, or certainly not implemented in that way. Where you you hit the level, you you know where you're going. You would just instantly, in whatever game you're playing, you would expect to have to go off and find a key, but just to have a different way of solving that door and getting through. It's it's incredible. Now we can cut this bit, and Craig, yeah. since you'll be editing. Don't forget to cut this, but... I'll, I'll cut all every, of you. It's fine. Every Dark Souls game does that. But Dark Souls isn't really kind of... <laughs> it's not something of I, I'm sorry. I love being insufferable to you about something you love. It's so much fun, Craig. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, That's absolutely sorry. fine. So in out. Dark Souls, instead of going and doing a level, because I don't know how Dark Souls works, instead of doing something, you solve a puzzle to move on to the next level. No, no, well, and you're not doing a puzzle, but you can say, hey, wait, I think I can go over there. And then you go over there and you can skip like three bosses. And you're like, oh, oh, okay. Ah, uh, see, that's, it's kind of similar, but it's kind of, it's kind of not. I know, it, I'm just rubbing your rhubarb the wrong way, man. I know, I know. I like you rubbing my rhubarb whatever way you rub it, so it's fine. <laughs> um so the final, the final piece of the puzzle. There's there's lots of peripheral bits to to dishonor to that's perfect. Um, but the final bit is um, the level that you hit after that. It's called the Clockwork Mansion, uh, Jin Doshi's mansion, and he's he's right into his gears and mechanics. And you hit the rooms, and there's just there's a lever. You pull a lever. Have you ever seen the film The Cube? Yes. Yes, it's I the have. only thing that I can think to describe this. Every room is interconnected in some way, and you pull a handle, and the configuration of the mansion changes. So through pulling various levers, you can drop yourself into complete danger, or you can kind of work your way about in a stealthy and lovely way. And it was just so... It's kind of like, what, like Inception, Doctor Strange city folding, but on yeah, a very small scale? exactly, exactly like that. It's done... It's magnificent. It's absolutely, it's magnificent. And I remember specifically by that point, frantically going, Dishonored 2 is the best thing in the world ever. Um, <laughs> and then you played Thief. I still haven't played Thief. It's going for like £2.69 in the PlayStation Store. And I still, is, don't, I still don't want to buy it. It's <laughs> worth about, I would say, upwards of £5. Yeah. Uh, I've had so many bad If it's a things. stealth game... I kind of liked, then chances are it's a terrible stealth game. Okay. That's kind of just been the way I, I judge things. Like, I kind of like Splinter Cell, but not really, mm. and that's a good stealth game, and I kind of yeah. like Dishonored, but not really, and that's a good stealth game. So, if I like it, and it's saying it's stealth, chances are okay, it's not a very good stealth game. It's like Deus Ex, right? Uh, yep. Like, I like that game a lot. Uh, uh, Tumor Revolution specifically. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the older ones, but they're they're kind of janky. Yeah, I don't view that as a stealth game at all because for some reason, every time I tried to crouch behind a box, I just shot my gun at people and <laughs> yeah. hit them. I, I get so you. it was it's a shooter. It's kind of a bug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was weird. But yeah, so I mean, and and Dishonored is sort of like that, right? Mm-hmm. It sort of has that Deus Ex feel of well, you can stab everybody in the eyeball. Or you cannot. Mm-hmm. Now, given that choice, any sane, rational person goes, well, obviously, I'm going to stab everyone in the eyeball. Yeah. Not Craig. No. Not you know, Gr- Grim does this, too. 
Like, he'll play Splinter Cell and reset the level if he's seen. Not if the mission fails, good just man. if he's seen. That's that's a good man. That's that's well actually I do it's like I'm playing Hitman just now and if I'm spotted, I will do a U, I will kill everyone and try and figure out about as much of the level as possible and then restart it. So I'll I'll play about with it, but I'm there to get the the unspotted and in dishonored terms non lethal playthrough. I don't want rats running all over the place, you know, if you I'm, kill people, I'm, rats. Okay, right? hold on. Alright, yeah. now this is where we're going to talk about Dishonored, Greg. Because yes. the coolest thing in Dishonored is the rats. The best thing about that game is, holy crap, that is a load of rats, and they are everywhere. They are everywhere. And in Dishonored 2, one of your one of your powers is to, you know, like, get a swarm of rats to eat somebody. I d- I and didn't... now, is that on a high chaos run? <laughs> I've never used that. I've never, I've never used that. I've yet to do so, a high chaos run. So not only are we excited that we don't get to experience more of this game, we can uh-huh. skip parts, yep. but we're excited because we never used what is arguably the coolest thing about Dishonored. There's, there's cooler things. There's undoubtedly cooler things. Oh, uh, name me something cooler than just waves of rats. Um, Look. If they can scare Indiana Jones, they are obviously the coolest thing ever. Right. I'll I'll have to give me but a moment because I will uh, accept some... one answer. One answer only. Can I think for Right. I don't know if the they're coolest in the thing, game, but I know they're in the first. Okay, right. As Corvo, remember the power of blink? You hold down your trigger and you can aim at a ledge and you will flick towards the ledge. I'm sorry, that is wrong. No, no, no. This isn't. The, this, this isn't. This isn't. Oh, uh, oh, okay. That's not my that answer. I'm guess. saying. But okay. You know what it is. Yes. Right. You know what it is. Emily, the the other character in Dishonored Two, has a power called Far Reach, and it acts as a slingshot. You can actually slingshot yourself miles across the level. It's got barely any accuracy at all, but if you get it right, it's absolutely fantastic to use. So it's just fun. Now, now, let's keep in mind, too, here, audience, since, you know, I know it and Craig knows it, but you don't know it. I've never played Dishonored 2. You have not. It is sitting in my collection, but I am going off of the assumption that Dishonored 2 is Dishonored 1 with some tweaks and upgrades. It's, yeah, as much as any sequel is to any other game. Tweaks, upgrades, iterations of gameplay. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, sort yeah. Craftsmanship, yeah. not revolution. It's a revolution like in level it. design. Dishonored 2's levels are gigantic and populated. Big is not better. Big is better. You ever played Skyrim? It's fantastic. It's huge. <laughs> I knew it's coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> wait, wait, you know what? Is is Morrowind bigger than Skyrim? I think I, it is, right? It must be. It must be. And see, nobody wants to play Morrowind again. Nobody. There, is Morrowind not now an MMO of some sort? Sort of MMR... No, no, like the MMO got a Morrowind expansion. Ah, right, okay. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Right, okay, got you now. Is But and it, that's 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 on our argument cast. Oh, yes. We must save that. 
Okay, okay. so Craig, your time is up. What was the coolest thing about Dishonored One? Uh, the coolest thing about Dishonored One. Yes. Oh Jesus! What was the coolest thing about Dishonored One? Besides the rats, like like it's tied with the rats. It's tied with the rats. And is it's it... not the lady you sell into sex slavery. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's that okay? So it's not that. Jeez. <laughs> um, what's her face? Lady Boyle. Poor Lady Boyle. Or whatever. Was I mean, Lady that's. Boyle? I'm guessing that's where her singing career went, right? <sighs> like she was doing really well, and she impressed everybody with her singing. And then somebody sold her into sex slavery, right? Poor, poor Lady Boyle. I think that's yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> okay, all right. I can't remember Is... her first name. What was her name? I can't remember. Anna Boyle, Laura Boyle, something like that. I can't remember. But anyway, as a okay. What's the coolest thing about Dishonored One? The coolest. Taking it out of your game system. Yeah. No. Um. <sighs> it's those guys with the music boxes. The music box guys. That's the coolest thing about Dishonored One. That is the coolest thing. Those guys are so cool. You're 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 trying to kill everybody, but these guys are keeping their cool, man. They're just playing the music box, and mm-hmm. it is tweaking you. What like what did they do? I can't remember. Did they uh, inhi- have powers? Yeah, it inhibits all powers. Yeah, that that is that is that is so good because yeah. if you fail sneaking, these guys will ensure that you will have a very rough time getting out of their life. That's why they're the coolest thing in there. Huh. Not the story, not 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 the celebrity cameos, none of that. Whales, they're whales. Poor whales. Actually, no, don't they turn out to be like eldritch monstrosities? They're not actually whales. I always thought they were just whales, to be honest. It's just, is it Dishonored? Have you ever played a mission where you have to go and get a whale eyeball? Is that Dishonored or Dishonored 2? That's Dishonored 2. Okay, Either that yeah. or maybe it's Dishonored DLC because I've never played it. That gave me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, actually, the best thing about Dishonored is the DLC where you get to play as Witz's face. Um, the assassin guy, Dowd. Oh, yeah, down. Okay, well, yeah, I remember him. Did you let him live or did you kill him? I let him live. and I let everyone live. I can't not. Even Granny Rags? Granny, Granny, there's nothing wrong with Granny Rags. She's, she's an awful person, man. She is an awful person, but if you're trying to get a playthrough where you don't kill anyone, you got to give people the benefit of the doubt. you got to, like, Dowd, mate, you got to turn your life around, okay? On you but go. But see, I let Dowd live because I could sympathize. You know, you made mm-hmm. some bad choices. You know, you got to fix that. But Granny Rags, no, 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 no. You don't let her live. It doesn't matter if in the end the little girl dies. You d- you brought justice to the world, man. Which, by the way, that is the difference, right? Like, if it's a high chaos ending, the guy goes over the edge with the girl. And yeah. if it's a low chaos, you rescue the girl, right? That's pretty much it, yeah. I, there's, there's... Yes. How many di- how many endings are there on Dishonored? I think there's, there's, there's gradients of each. Yeah. I know there's the, like, the same I think in those Dishonored are the two, two outcomes. Yeah. Um, but you, oh. uh, she made she made a very very ugly stain on the concrete. I um I've I'm gonna have to play through them again and do it because I still I've never done a high chaos 
Well, I've done a bits of it, but I've never done a full High Chaos run of well, Dishonored either. Well, I mean, that that's the thing, right? Like, High Chaos, if she didn't die at the end, she mm-hmm. would turn into a monster. Yeah. Because if, if you're playing High Chaos, all throughout the game, she's drawing, you know, she draws those pictures. Yeah. You know, when you go back and you see her, they're all, like, you're very violent and... They're not very pretty pictures. And, you know, she's paying attention to how to kill people like you do. Yes. So if she didn't die, she would have just been the next Hitler. So in the end, I had the better playthrough because I stopped Hitler. Huh. Well, I mean, when what you put you it do? like you that. Let, I you let Hitler live, Craig. She wasn't Hitler, though. <laughs> was, she, was she really Hitler? Maybe in a high chaos playthrough she was going to be Hitler, but in a low chaos one she would have known peace and acceptance. And well, let me let me let me just offer this up, Craig. Video games about peace tend to be very boring. Like nobody is still playing Geneva Convention Simulator 1995. Is that actually a thing? <laughs> I really wish it was. <laughs> Nobody's playing Peace Talks 5 Extreme Edition. No, no one is. You're right. No one no one is playing. There must be peaceful games out there. And I don't mean like non-violent like games. Driller where there's like non-violent. But I don't peaceful? think I've played very many games where the whole point of the game is to acquire peace. What about something I mean, like which, black which and white? Is and that sort That's... of that way where you're trying to align the races so yeah. there's no more infighting, but that's to go to war with somebody else. Mass Effect, you're essentially playing some sort of intergalactic no. peacekeeper. Yeah, but you're just trying to get everybody so they can all fight somebody else. So it's still a game about yep. war. Yeah, you're right. Black and white. Yeah, as... I. Black and white, you're all about... If you are not peaceful, your wee monster dude turns into a bit of a bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same with Spore. You know, you could you could have become an awful race of people in Spore. Mm-hmm. Or dick-shaped monsters like most of us did. So what? Yeah, yeah. So, so we need a game about peace. Mm-hmm. Geneva Convention. But, uh, you're right. Simulator 1995, man. That's the way to go. So, that's our next Retro Rewind pick, by the way. Just to give everybody a heads up. Awesome. I want to play as the Swiss. Oh, what? You've already won. (laughs) (laughs) I've already won. I'm metagaming it. So, I will accept Dishonored. Thank you. It is a very well-made game that my problems with are personal. I can't really point to anything and say, no, like... Like, say, Skyrim, not getting into it, where I can go, no, this is a bad game because of, uh, it is a perfectly great game. I just didn't really like the story. I didn't really, you know, get involved with it. It's totally, that, and that is the purpose of our Perfect Tens. They're our Perfect Tens. What are we doing in an hour? Well, what are we doing now? We're probably still going to be talking for sure because no one's no, um, no no one else is here to <laughs> stop us talking. We're going to be talking for the yes! next six hours. <laughs> Strap yourself in. All right, yeah. now since there are only two of us, 
we had to kind of pad this out a little bit. Now, this isn't going to be padding with us singing, say, I don't know, the girl from Ipanema. We're, we're, I have a question, and it's a bit of a bombshell question, but I'm curious about this, Greg. Go for it. Okay. So, so, you just got out of the doctor's office. Just got, right? They told you you have a terminal disease. You can take your pick of which one. Do you have a preference? Um, I will go with uh, malaria. Okay, you have it's... malaria. For some reason, we can't oh, no, wait. malaria anymore. No, I don't want malaria because I'd get sweats and stuff like that. Can I have something yeah, that's... Yeah, you don't want that. Um, I, I've just... Heart failure. Heart failure. I'm going to okay, fall asleep right. one day. The terminal disease, heart failure. That's not terminal disease, is it? Okay, here we go. You're going to have it. You're going to... Your tooth is going to break. The bacteria is going to go to your heart and stop it. Okay, okay, there we go. Right, yep. Now, the good thing is... Uh-huh. You have exactly enough time to finish two games. Oh. These are your doomsday games. Okay. Comet's going to hit the earth. We have just enough time for you to finish two games. Yeah. Wh- what do you pick? To finish two games. Do you go for something you've always wanted to try? Or do you go for something you have warm fuzzies of? Well, to be, f- to be honest, no matter... I think the last time we played Day of the Tentacle, I missed the trophy at the end and I managed to replay the whole game again in something like 25 minutes. I don't want that to be my doomsday game because I want to live a bit longer than 20 minutes. I think... Well, you got two. If I pick two two really long games, well, that would be great. No, 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 no. There is no elongating this. Like, you can't pick Minecraft as one of your games. I was going to say Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, I mean, that has an end. But it must take it's a while to long... get there. But really, that, that's what you want to go to the grave with? Is is one of your last two games was Final Fantasy fourteen? How much snacks and drinks and stuff do I get while I'm playing my Doomsday games? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It is optimal conditions. The comfiest chair you have. All right. Okay. The, that's all the snacks you could want. That's nice. It's like, if you ever watched him, Simpsons, you know, you know the episode where Homer eats the poison blowfish? Yes. It's that kind of scenario. You have that much long left to live. It's just a happy coincidence. You could probably finish what two games you pick in that time. Right, cool. Uh, my two games, one of my games most certainly would be, if I could erase all memory, if I also hit my no, head. No, 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 no. You're going oh, in. You're going oh, in full. Uh, um, let's see. What have I, what have I done? What have I done? Uh, I'm going to die playing oh it's so difficult it's so difficult well all right well it takes time to think that's fine i'll take some time um, to think it's gone it would be I neither will... of my perfect tens i've picked here what would you pick well th- that that that's why i thought it was curious because i wouldn't have picked any of my perfect tens yeah um one of the the first one that springs to mind i'll save for the last because it's what i you know want to talk about the most but the other game that I play would definitely be Eternal Darkness. Tell me you've played it, Craig. I have played Eternal Darkness. And I didn't hear you say, hmm, that's a great pick, Dave. 
That is, really a, is a... it's a really great pick. I remember it being a psychological <laughs> horror action adventure video game developed by Silicon Knights and published by Nintendo for the GameCube. <laughs> Originally planned for the N64, released on the 24th of June 2002. Remember it well. Oh, man. I mean, you must really have studied the game then. Yeah. So I don't need to tell you anything about it, I guess. So, it, all right, what's your pick? It looks a wee bit... <laughs> it looks a wee bit, uh, like... Uh, what am I trying to think of? Something along the lines of... What's that one with the, where you're crazy? It was released fairly recently, and it's as janky as anything to play. With the paintings. What? The one... With the paintings? Yeah, you're an artist and you're going insane and all of a sudden paintings start changing and this that and the other it's very horror filled no idea oh what's it called mike what's I it called no you've got it <laughs> it's it's reasonably popular on what on the playstation 4 on the uh, i don't know what other platforms it was released for look oh, crap See if I search for horror painter. <laughs> All right, here we go. Welcome um, to the bit effect Googles for you. I know horror painter only to add game because layers yeah, of fear. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. Sorry, yeah, I haven't played it. <sighs> Sorry so, about that. Because we're gonna edit all that out. Yeah. Oh, you mean layers of fear? Yes, that's the one I mean. Wow. Oh, why did you say so? <laughs> I <laughs> know, uh, and I haven't played Layers of Fear, but okay. the, the premise is very interesting. It's like on my list. Mm-hmm. But so, so Craig, since you've never played it from the Darkness, yeah, give me, give me, give me the lowdown. Okay, well, first let let's set the scene. You know, it's what what year was it? What year? Uh, two thousand and two. Okay, so it's two thousand and two. You have your GameCube. And you like your GameCube because it has that really cool handle on it. And you want to play your GameCube more. But you've been through everything like Luigi's Mansion and Super Mario Sunshine and even Star Fox Adventures. You just, you're out of games to play that are worthwhile on the GameCube. And out comes from your least likely of developers, a horror game. And the weird thing was, they made this game for me. Personally. Oh. They came to my house and they said, Dave, what kind of game would you like? And I said, well, I'd really love something along the lines of, of like Lovecraft. And if you could make it kind of feel like Resident Evil, that'd be great. And they said, all right, you got it. So Return of Darkness, you play as an entire line of descendants. So starting way back in like the Roman times, you play as the villain and you set up the villain. Mm-hmm. And then you move on to your next family descendant. And what interaction he has with this book called The Tome of Eternal Darkness. And it's basically a game about three different gods all opposed to each other. There's red, there's green, there's blue. Primary colors for the win. Yeah. And at the beginning of the game, you pick which god you would like to serve. And so if you pick one, then the enemies in the game will all be from the diametrically opposed other god. So you can try, and and each god's enemies look different and change and all that. But the cool thing about this was you'll play from, let us say, the Victorian England times or American Revolution times, right? And you get to the end of that and something awful, just terrible happens to your character. 
and then you move on to World War One. And something awful and terrible. And, and you get to see how throughout the course of this game, everybody that has ever touched this book just ends miserably. It's awful. It's terrible. Oh. And I really love that game. It does a lot of really cool things like uh, during, let us say, medieval times. You're playing as a messenger who has to deliver something to the king, uh, to Charlemagne. Well, he gets you know waylaid by this book and ends up being sealed into a tomb. And that's the end of his chapter. He's done. Jeez. Then five chapters down, you're in that same church in World War I France. And you accidentally knock down this wall and the dude's still in there. Jeez. Like still shuffling about. Oh, it's so good, Craig. The story is great. It's anyway. You've, you've really, it is one of my absolute favorite games. You've you've piqued my interest. I'm I'm writing that it's down. It's not scary at no, all. Just, not in the way like Resident Evil Seven will be scary or PT will be scary. But it and it, of course it has those like patented sanity effects, mm-hmm. which they don't really work today. Like a lot of them. Like, you'll be playing, you'll open a door, and then boom, it's a blue screen of death from a computer. Oh. And at the time, with these systems, you didn't know if a system could get a blue screen or not. I don't know. It's fancy new discs. I don't know what's going on. So you're like, I guess I reset it. And you get up to reset, and pfft, then it switches back to normal. And you're like, oh, that's great. Or, you know, you walk into Jeez. a room, and your character's head will just explode. That sounds good. And then, yeah, it, it's great. Uh, the, there was only one that got me. If you know the sanity effects you'll get this. There's a chance at any given time that it will switch to a blank black screen and it'll have in green letters in the upper right corner the word video. And it probably didn't work for everybody, but my TV, when you switched between like channel two, three, four, and then to video input had the exact same (laughs) thing. So it looks like your GameCube just okay. Something's wrong, and it actually got me. I actually got up and turned it off before the sanity effect finished. <laughs> I was like, oh, you! Oh, that was great. But yes, yeah, I would I would highly suggest trying it, especially since if you're not a big horror guy, but this okay, is a very good non-horror but still kind of scary game. Oh, speaking of like horror as well, sorry, bum today. It looks like what? It looks a bit like wrinkled bum. But you know, oh, wrinkle bum. Once you get past that, do you know what? Yeah, that's exactly what I thought you said. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've also just to bring us back in track. I've got one of my doomsday games. All right, lay it, it on me, dog. It is going to be Super Mario Galaxy. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've I've wanted to play it again for so 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 very long. I loved, it was when you said Super Mario Sunshine there, I thought, I absolutely loved Super Mario Sunshine, but I loved Super Mario Mario Galaxy more. And then I thought, you know what? I want to play that before I die. Before I die, I want to play it again. You know, I have to respect and agree with that choice. Like, like Galaxy, now Galaxy or Galaxy 2? I've never played Galaxy 2 at all. Oh so. my gosh. Yeah, I know, I know. Um... Galaxy was amazing, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It was just, it was just wonderful. It was just wonderful. There's no, there's no there, other ways to put it. It's not really. It was, it was beautiful. No, I mean, I mean, it was, it's borderline magical. How yeah. much fun that game was, especially since we all knew what a Mario game was. We'd played, you know, 3D Mario's before. Mm-hmm. We played 2D Mario, and then they come out with this, and it just blew me away. Yep. 
completely. And I mean, even even like the little stuff, like the Rosalina story. It's like, hey, that is kind of cool. Good job, Nintendo. You mm-hmm. did something good. Good job. Did that. Did that. Um, what I, was it about Galaxy that really stuck out to you? I absolutely flipping everything. Childlike, magical glee playing it you know it's just it's it's, it's literally that simple it's it's stick it on and feel good and get all the stars it's one of those it's one of those games that it's hard to walk away without a smile on yeah definitely 100 percent um i never did 100 percent those as i should maybe that's something we could do in the future craig Stroke your chin here. Mm. Stroke it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That that maybe might be something in the future. All right. So back to the top tens. Yeah. Let's let's do top tens. What's your second Uh, top ten? My second one is one that we've talked about a lot, Craig, even though you've never played it. Um, You've asked me about it and you've now agreed to play it. And it's something I can't talk about a lot because of Operation Sequel. Can you take a wild guess, Craig? Oh, yeah, yeah. Breath of the Wild. No, no. Uh, is it maybe <gasps> Final Fantasy Twelve? <laughs> no, damn it, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my game is Final Fantasy X. And like I said, I have to keep my thoughts to a minimum here because uh-huh. I will be talking about them come that time. Um... Final Fantasy X is the best Final Fantasy game, hands down, no contest at all. With fifteen coming a little bit close. So fifteen's a little bit close. A little 15 bit close. Fifteen is a little bit fifteen has the affection that I feel for the characters for ten, mm-hmm. but not the to use one of your terms, sir, flippin' great okay. gameplay behind it. Like I I I'm man enough to admit it, fifteen's combat was kind of janky. Yeah. It felt like a mess. You, you, It didn't feel like you were controlling everything. There were kind of bits of chaos thrown in there. Yeah. Which worked because that it worked well with the teammates and all that stuff. But the turn-based system of 10 is the ultimate iteration, the best thing you can ever do. And I've played a lot of JRPGs, and this was the best battle system I've ever played. It was very quick, snappy, breezy, even in a 3D or no, I can't. Okay, you're, you're doing so, it. You're doing it. The battle system is great. Yeah, the characters are what sells it. Like you will end up really liking most, if not all, the characters by the time you're done, except okay. for one or two that you're like, I don't care. And so I like I played this when it first came out, and I played it during a very important part of my life. But I'll talk about that on Operation Sequel. And I haven't played it since. And then the HD remasters came out on PS4. Mm-hmm. And I was very, very tempted. And I finally gave in and I played it. And it does hold up as well. As I remember. And that's actually a theme for my next Doomsday Good stuff. game. But yes. Final Fantasy X. Everybody should play it. Well, I'm not going to ask you too many probing questions but the only one I was going to ask you was, have you played it since the first time you played it? And you already answered that because it was it could I have did. went either way. Yeah, uh, very very well preemptively answered. Thank you, thank you. Well, I've been working on this, you know. Yeah, this I, is my new career. I quit my job, uh, sold my kid. So how how much uh, did you get? Patreon backers. I paid them. 
<laughs> so yeah, we really need. I guess this is a good time as any. So we have a Kickstarter, a Patreon, an Indiegogo, a GoFundMe, all those things. Um, if you could donate at least seventy five thousand dollars to each, yep, we would greatly appreciate. It. We could keep this level of quality. Would you say, Craig? Uh, at least this level of quality. What we could do with that money is we could pay Luke and Mike to not appear on the show again. And that, that would, that's a good point. That would maintain the quality. It would maintain the quality without making any more work for us because we don't we don't want to buy better mics or better sit. No, 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 no. We don't want to do that. So we'll just pay them to stay away. It's funny. We don't want to buy better mics. Sorry, Mike. Oh yeah. With the mic, well, I mean, we've once you've had one games master, you really don't want to switch to another games master. No, no. Swapping out a games master it costs too much. You know, we'll just we'll keep yeah. the one we've got. Then you got that awkward time when you unbox them and they're just standing there, yeah. like, Ugh, and you're like, "Hi, I guess I'm your new dad." I guess, yeah, it, it's weird. So, since we're not talking Final Fantasy Ten, Craig, what are we talking about? Uh, my last perfect ten, and this perfect ten show because we will do this again. We've got to do this again. Is yes. a game that I absolutely love obviously because it's in my perfect tense i need to state that anyway anyway it's bastion it was going to be bastion it had to be bastion it's just fantastic i first played it last year of all platforms to play it on i first ever played it on the ipad and oh that's weird it's it's very weird very weird it's weird to play on the ipad it works really well though and i found when i jumped to playstation it's it's the ipad iteration isn't that bad the thumbstick is fine the only thing you don't get is that tactile button press but once you get over that yeah you're kind of you're fine it's just wonderfully narrated the music is just stunning i've got a question i've got a question about bashing yes. i love it I, I I love the gameplay, I love the levels, the story, everything's just lovely. I know you didn't do New Game Plus, you played it once and you lived with your your decisions and I didn't, but my main question for you is, it's isometric. How did you get on yes. with it? Because it is isometric. But if you are isometrically challenged, like myself and most Americans, because we didn't uh-huh. grow up with crappy game systems, you can shoot. And that is a big difference. <laughs> Fair enough, it's not platformers. Trying to hit things in melee in isometric, where the graphic fidelity is not enough to show, okay, this is where my shadow is. Also, I'll tell you this, Craig, one of the tricks is when I press up, I expect to move up. <laughs> not, I don't expect not, to move left. Not, not, I expect to move yeah. up. Fair enough. That is the big thing Bastion does. And hold on. We're going to talk about that choice. Because in case you didn't know, audience, I, I did not play New Game Plus. I would love to play it again. And I probably will at some point. It's kind of like the Mass Effect series for me. The whole pathos of the story, the whole point, what it's building up to is leave history alone you have to move on that's the whole point of the game mm-hmm. rux is trying to rebuild the bastion to maybe start the cycle again and very dark souls hopefully it'll be different this time 
whereas everything else in the story, including Rux himself at times, like what what's the line? The best thing to come out of the history is the past. Yeah. So he's telling you to leave it alone, even though he's being a bit of a gentle hypocrite about it. And so yep. when you get to the end and you choose, do you rebuild the Bastion? Or do, do you turn it into this amazing hot air balloon and fly off and have wonderful adventures? Me, I chose, you know what? Let's leave it all behind. Let's go. And then I put the game down and I haven't played it since it came out. And what, like that summer of arcade yeah. thing? I think that's when it first came out. Haven't touched it since. Always loved it. I've listened to the soundtrack like hundreds of times by now. Craig, on the other hand, Craig, what did you do? Well, I, when I played it on the iPad, I I made the decision to um, what was it, what what decision did I make to do? You know, to reset everything and kill myself or whatever. You start the cycle, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the decision I made. I then played it on the PlayStation and made the exact same decision. <laughs> So, so Craig, how I, did that work for you? I couldn't bring myself to make the other decision. Do you know that it was the way, the way I played the game both times, and the the way I thought the story took me. By the time I got to the end, I didn't want to go on, you know, like Phileas Fogs around the world, around the destroyed world, in eighty days on my my bastion balloon. I. I'm sorry, did you just drop a Jules Verne? I did. I did. I'm sorry. And it's Phineas Fogg, not Phileas. It's not so close, man. Are you sure it's not Phileas? I'm pretty sure it's Phineas. All right, hold on. This is another quick Google check. Yeah, Google this. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's Phineas. Who the hell's Phileas Fogg? I have no idea. I know there's Phineas and Ferb. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, I think you're right. No way. Oh, oh my gosh. All right. So, so internet people out there, <laughs> Craig was right. I was wrong. I will punish myself accordingly. I am very sorry. I throw myself at your feet, Craig. Oh, sorry. Well, you know, I might leave that in. I might cut it out. You know, small victories and all that. <laughs> um, I, I've started a new game plus and I'm going to go through it again. I kind of the only driver for doing new game plus and making different decisions was to get the trophies that's the only i don't really i i I was happy where it was i'm with you dave i was totally happy with my decision and i didn't think i needed to play it again but at the time i started new game plus you guys were all like oh you never get the platinum trophies you love the trophies and i'm like fine i'll get some (laughs) trophies guys uh, so yeah, I and I haven't I haven't finished the second playthrough. I haven't made the other decision. The, um, well, well, two things. Number one, the what were they called? The aura, the or aura, aura, yeah, or yeah. something like aura. that. Okay, okay. Did you save him? At the yes. End? Oh God, yeah. Both times. I, you can't. I I don't know how you could. How could oh, you I can't leave him there. No, right? no. Who could? Who's the kind of person that, that could? Uh, Again, Hitler. Oh, yeah, Hitler. If you uh-huh. let the girl from Dishonored live, she leaves him. <laughs> That's what happens. Yep. Oh yeah, that, I mean, I mean, and that 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 story moment was like enough to almost get the frog in the throat. I know, and you you like pick him up. Very well done. You do that slow march, carrying him with all the previously battling emi- enemies, just watching you carry this guy back to the platform, and you're like, oh my god. 
and the music's oh, yeah, playing. The music's playing, and everything. And I was just like, "Holy crap! This is a moment. This is a. This is. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean that that I you know might buck the trend. That might be a doomsday game, depending on the mood of mm-hmm. it. Now, so speaking of doomsday, yes. You see, the one thing I like that Bastion did with because again, I'm sorry to talk about this, but Dark Souls, every single one of their stories is about a cycle, kind of like Bastion is. Okay. And with that, you know, you will, you do what they call linking the fire. So you start the cycle over again. It doesn't change anything. Then you decide, okay, well, I'll just put the fire out. And then you find out that doesn't change anything either. So that's more of a story about the futility of things. Mm -hmm. Whereas Bastion at least took that step and said, no, this is still going to be an end. Yeah. And I like that a little bit more than I like the way Dark Souls handles it. Because, sure, we don't need to see what he does. Like, I really hope they never make a Bastion 2 that isn't called Transistor. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That... Mm-hmm. Because, no, that story's done. It's fine. Leave it alone. I absolutely loved that game. Yep. What was your weapon setup? Um, I had the the thing that you aimed, the long thing that you aimed in the the crosshair the long shot yeah the long shot and that we the bush knife the machete kind of honestly i went because anytime in a game you have dual pistols that reminds me of gunslinger yeah yeah it it was it was dual pistols and that giant honking hammer all the the hammer yeah that that was a long shot bastion is an amazing game if you haven't played it or you know what even if you don't want to play even if you see itromest isometric and you puke a little bit in the back of your throat listen to the soundtrack because the soundtrack is i'd say up there with what like maybe super meat boy for best indie soundtrack i've ever heard i i would go further i would go way beyond that i think it's something that's just it should be right up there and because it's very rare that a video game use a song with lyrics and have it actually work, yeah. especially if it's an original song. Like we could do an episode on terrible original songs for video games, mm-hmm. and Bastion would not be on that list at ba- all. Bastion would not. All right. So, speaking of the end of the world, yeah. What's your other doomsday? Um, I have since I, I, my first one. I went with something I've played before, but I've got to play again before I die. I thought, do you know what? I'll have something new as well. And I know you're going to probably cringe at the fact that I haven't played it, but it's Sleeping Dogs. Really? Yeah. I've got it. I've, that it's is very interesting. sitting, ready to play. I just haven't played it. And yet you have enough faith in it that that would be a game for you to die playing. I have enough faith in you saying... <laughs> you know, that's that's my. I'm putting my faith in you. See if I played it, and I was like, Dave, that was pish, and a croaker. That's that would be well, disappointing. I mean, you know who else put their faith in me? My wife put her faith in me. Look how well that's turned out, Craig. I mean, you probably shouldn't do that. Oh dear God! Well, <laughs> the, the only reason um, I've picked it is is based on your your previous wow. I'm surprised yet again a LucasArts game wouldn't isn't showing up in, in your nah. list oh so hang on my last oh, 
Yes. I don't know whether I should change my last Doomsday game to Breath of the Wild. <laughs> you can't. You can't. I'm sorry. You've already had the heart attack and you're dead. Oh, all right then. What's your last one then? Well, since I'm here talking to a corpse, my game is yet another game you've never played, Craig, and I'm sorry. Okay. I was hoping maybe Mike would at least know the game, but it's a game called Lunar. And, well, Lunar Silver Star Story. Is that now, the one where you, little... you're the spaceship and you have to land on the platform using basic physics to thrust your... Yes, Lunar Lander is the one game I must play before I keel over. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, 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 it's fine. So, so Lunar was a game, uh, 1999, I believe. And if you'll notice, my, both my games are from around that yeah, five-year time period. This was a game where, okay, so, so Craig, we're both fathers, which means we have to, we have to be strong men, right? We have to set an example for, oh, this is a man. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, of course, yeah. So so we can't really admit to people, because that would be admitting we're actual people, that maybe we have some soft spots, right? You don't do that. I wouldn't happen to dream of it. So if somebody says, Craig, did, did, you, did you cry like a little girl at the end of Final Fantasy XV? You punch them in the face, you say no. Yeah, but, but what you do. But we actually know I blubbled like a little woman a oh, few times. Oh, I was a little girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yep. Um, so I have a very soft spot and I've never told anybody this, including, you know, family. Mm-hmm. I just can't bring myself to say it. So Craig, you're the first. I have a soft spot for a good love story. Always have, always will. And if you mix that with the thing that I have another soft spot for, which is a coming of age story. Mm-hmm. Oh, I am sunk like a battleship. The I'm sunk like the Potemkin, man. It's just, just gone. And Lunar is a JRPG, typical fantasy setting. You know, boy meets girl, girl turns out to be goddess of destruction. Boy still tries to get with girls, you know, uh-huh. usual. Yeah, yep, yep. And it is a coming-of-age story as well as a very sweet love story. Not a love story in, like, the When Harry Met Sally kind of way, but in, like, the... Have you ever seen Moonrise Kingdom? No, nor When Harry kinda Met like, Sally. At... Oh, wow. Um, like it, it's that childlike, you're turning from a kid into a teenager kind of love thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I felt love you know, like it's that. It's not fully yeah. blown. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's almost innocent, but you could tell there might not be innocent, you know, that kind of yeah. love that. Uh, the gameplay was good. Very good. But it was mainly just, again, the story and the characters that really sold that to me. And after I played that man, like I have never played it again from 1999 and every time I um every time I think about playing it I'm scared to death I'm going to end up hating it. And so I have never uh, touched it again. Tricky. And if the end of my life was coming, perfect time to finally sit down and say, "Okay, was I just a stupid teenager or is it really that charming?" So that would be my other doomsday. Wow. So you pick a game about murdering people as the triads. Mm-hmm. I pick a fantasy adventure love story coming of age story. Yeah. That's that's a little weird. Well, but yes. Do you know, what, what can you do? 
Yeah. Yeah, what, what can you do, right? I'm, I'm going to be dead soon anyway, so you can laugh at me for like 15 minutes before I keel over, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, On this note, audience, if you have any two games that, you know, maybe you've been putting off playing because you're kind of scared they don't hold up or, or there's something you've meant to get. Your two Doomsday games, hit us up because that would be very interesting to see what other people's Doomsday games, because Ratchet and Clank came very close oh, to yeah, replacing yeah, Eternal Darkness. Yeah. I'm... So, yeah, it was really cool. Were there any other honorable mentions for you that you were like, ah, do I put this on there or do I not? Oh, yeah, you, you know, you know, fine. Yes, yes. Oh, God, yeah. But I'm not I'm not going to mention them. I would... Because every game I had you pegged for, for the Doomsday games, none of them. Oh, what did, well, what did you have me pegged for? Because I, I have a question about yours as well. So what, what did you think I was going to go for? I swore there was going to be a LucasArts game. Okay. Because it's the end of the world, and you've got to make sure that spit is the Oops. right color to hit the pirates. I I swore it was either going to be Layton, mm-hmm. Zelda, or I had the off... That was the dark horse of maybe a little Poyo Poyo. Well, you're you're not you're not far off. Um, Breath of the Wild wouldn't have been in my t- perfect tens, but it might have been a doomsday game. Uh, Poyo was so close to being in the perfect tens, but I had banked on someone else picking it so that I could talk about it. <laughs> so that well, I, could t- I actually have a problem with it <laughs> that keeps it from hitting ten. Yeah, what's the problem? And it's a very small thing, but well, you know how when you're playing Tetris. And there's that point where, like, your Tetris flow hits a kidney stone and it just stops for, like, that half second. Yeah. But it's enough to really screw you up sometimes. Yeah. That, I think, is what keeps it from being a perfect 10. Okay. Just that small little thing. Because that that's that screwed us over how many games? <laughs> Thousands? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, By this point? And, and in case you haven't played it, it's not something that happens all the time. It's when you're playing with four, three, three or four people online, when there's combos constantly going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It kind of holds for just a second. And if you're a Tetris player that just like moves the block, instant drop, move the block, instant drop, it really throws you off. And you end up, instead of, you know, having an eyepiece horizontally, it's vertically right yeah. in the center. Kind of like a giant middle finger to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it is. It's, it's very good though. Um, honorable mention wise, there's far, far too many games to honorably mention. So let's hope you never die from a tooth decay initiated yeah. heart attack. I, I mean, actually, see, hope- right now, if someone said right now, in all seriousness, Craig, you've only got X amount of days to live or something like that, I'd be damn well finishing Hitman for a start and I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I'm, I'm halfway through that now, and there's no way in hell I'm going out without finishing that. I'm also playing Wind Waker, and... and uh, oh, we will talk about Wind Waker, yeah, sir. I, I know, we will talk. I know, it's... I can't not... So there's, there's a question about Dishonored. Mm-hmm. So, you're getting ready to put in Dishonored 2 disc. Yeah. Or maybe you're one of those heathens who have it retail, and then you should probably die in a fire. Mm-hmm. Or not retail, digitally. Yeah, digital. I'm sorry. Okay. Jeez. Say, just say that again. Just say that back again. It's fine. Okay. Or maybe you're one of those heathens who have it digitally and you should die in a fire. But you're about to put it in and then you think to yourself, oh, why don't I just play Hitman? Depends what mood I'm in. 
Hitman. Hitman. So it's a different mood from Dishonored to Hitman. Oh yeah, Hitman right now is very much the current Hitman is gigantic place, fifty different ways to kill your targets. What you gonna do? It's there's a story, but I'm not really getting anything from the story. It's not really a story driven thing for me. Whereas Dishonored was a whole package type deal for me. Boy, Absolution really tried to make it story driven, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, tr- it tried. <laughs> it d- really did try. Uh, um, out of curiosity, did you ever play any of the Assassin's Creed multiplayer or uh, the ship? No, I, I couldn't be. I couldn't be. Assassin's Creed is one I've. I think I've played every Assassin's Creed now, and I've never finished one. I. I. <laughs> I, I really. I, there's always one point in every single game where I just think. Sack this. I'm out. Well, multiplayer is fun. Have you ever heard about it or what it it is? Kind of like hiding in crowds of people and blending in type thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You start a multiplayer match with a target. And so you have to try to hunt your target down and kill him. But you're also a target for somebody else. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of try to blend in. Or the same with the ship. On the ship, it was like 1920s uh, cruise ship. Oh, of course. The ship. You had... Sorry, I yeah. thought you said the ship as in... I, I know the ship. I know the ship. Assassin's Creed, the yeah, ship. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> so Black Flag? Yeah, this is what I was thinking. I was thinking, okay, right, I get I get what you're saying about Assassin's Creed multiplayer. I thought, like, if it was Black Flag multiplayer, you're talking about boat warfare <laughs> or something. <laughs> but the ship... That plays into... Uh, well, the boat warfare, I think, was done better in Dishonored, personally. I like the crickets. I know, I know. I, I just, I actually just had a moment where I just went, I can't believe I just thought you were merging the ship and Assassin's Creed and I somehow nearly, I nearly went in for it. Like, what are you talking about? But you're just talking about the ship, the game. I, I, yes! The concept of the ship is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um. Yeah, yeah I had a lot of fun with the ship. We used to play it with a group of friends. They'd be like, is that really a butler? Or is that Jim? I don't know. And then you inevitably you stand there long enough, you see somebody twitch, you're like, ha, I got you. Yeah. And I mean, there were a couple of times where you'd play around and you know it's very tense because you're just playing with friends and you're all talking and trying not to give away that you know the person staring at you is the other person. Yeah. And then you finally do crack and you make a run for it. And then they chase after you, but then somebody comes out of a side room and snipes them, and you're like, "Thanks, buddy, thanks." So yeah, I, I really like that multiplayer model. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm sorry I sidetracked us again. Yeah, but you sidetracked us from what? I don't know where we were. Uh, uh, the different mo- uh, mindsets that it requires for you to play Dishonored or oh Hitman. right, yeah, yeah, just different games. I play Hitman like a puzzle. Like a, a pure just action puzzle, I suppose, or something like that. It's fitting the pieces together, hiding in plain sight. Whereas Dishonored, I think you said it well, is hiding in the shadows, stealth. Whereas Hitman's yeah. hiding in plain sight, stealth. And it, it's... Uh, See, both I play as kind of a think-on-your-feet game. Like, same with Thief. Unless a, a stealth game requires you to not be seen, like, as in you get seen game over. Yeah. Um, 
all of them, I kind of, well, I kind of play them like I do the choices in, like, Mass Effect. It's just, oh, crap, I got seen, uh, 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 and then you try to figure a way around it. Even if I am trying to not kill people, Fair enough, I yeah. don't like starting a level over again. Fair enough. It it really messes with the ludonarrative dissonance. Don't, don't know, say that, Dave. Don't, 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 no, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm not too sure whether to cut you out now or make that at the start of the podcast. I would just cut it all. Yeah. Just cut it all. <laughs> so, Craig, we've yammered on for almost, well, once it's edited down, probably about 25 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The past three um, hours has really flown by. Yeah. They've, um, yeah, they've been a hoot. But, so... Any closing thoughts on your two perfect tens? Now, just really quick, if you wanted to, do you think you could poke a hole in it of, this is why it doesn't deserve to be a perfect ten? Um, do you think you could? Dishonored. Dishonored my argument against Dishonored would be the bits of the first game that I much preferred. And for Bastion, I, I, I couldn't for Bastion. I can't, not, not, there's no, there's no hole to be poked in Bastion. Maybe it, in the very, 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 very worst, when I first started playing it, I maybe accidentally rolled off a platform a couple of times. But even then, (laughs) they, they play into it because you have that tonic. Yeah. Or whatever it's called, where... It negates the damage and you can slam down on enemies. Yeah. So even a weakness they, they take as a strength. Yeah, I couldn't poke a hole in Dishonored no. if my life depended on I'm it. Almost, or not Dishonored. Oh boy. I'm almost Bastion. certain that in Bastion, if you roll off the side, does the narrator not say something like, Kid just rolled off the ledge? Or something. You know, yeah, you know, I like, love that. Kid slipped and fell. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah, Dishonored. You would have an easier... I personally pro- I probably wouldn't look for too much against it, but Bastion's a solid... Bastion's a solid 10. What What was? What about you? Starcraft, I mean, it's not got... The- Starcraft, I could poke holes in. Because of Starcraft 2. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason. I think Starcraft 2 vastly outdoes... It's kind of like the difference between Diablo 2 and Diablo 3. Diablo 2 is almost a perfect game. Yeah. And Diablo 3 just took that formula and went, hey, 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 guys, here's some more. Why isn't um, your te- top 10 or 10 out of 10 game then StarCraft 2? Why is it StarCraft? Why? Huh, that That's a very good question. Number one is because I didn't spend a lot of time with the third StarCraft 2 because StarCraft 2 was three games long. Okay. What the hell? So I didn't spend a lot of time, so I didn't complete the whole trilogy, and I, I kind of see the whole one game of StarCraft Two as those three games. Okay. So I can't really speak to it, but StarCraft One I think had the balance down a little more. Like there was a strategy. No, nothing was over uh, overpowered in StarCraft One ever. Okay. Like nowadays you'll have this, like, oh hey, Colossus are really powerful. Oh, they nerfed it. Nowadays. Whereas then it's like they did all of that on the back on the front end, so there was nothing that drastic on the back end. Cool. So, but yeah, yeah. So I could poke holes in StarCraft. Mm-hmm. The I could poke a hole in Final Fantasy X, and the only hole that is is there are some times when the voice acting is a little cheesy. Okay. Um. Well. But 
That's well, part they, I mean, parcel. they got very good voice actors. It's part... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, the voice of the main guy is the voice of Ratchet. Okay. And the voice of your other party members are, like, John DiMaggio, who's Bender, in case you didn't know. Like, I mean, they got these big names to be in the game, and they all do a great job. It's just like, okay, the writing was a little wonky there. So we could poke holes in these, but they're the type of holes that make you a very, very pedantic person to deal with, and we don't want to be that, unless you have legitimate holes, and I'm, in which case I'm very curious, because I've disagreed with reviews on some of my games, because I think they should have been higher, and Luke, or Luke, geez, he's on the brain. Craig. Yes. I'm sure you felt the same way, like, why isn't Dishonored 10? This is great. Yeah. I would much. like to end this by saying, numbers are arbitrary. You can erase them and you can change them. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you enjoy the game. Very true. Very, very true. And it's what it means to you. And sometimes... Exactly. Sometimes it's not so much the game, it's your life circumstances. It might be that something's happened. You're going through a rough time. You're going through a happy time. You got a game because you won, you know, like 50 quid in a scratch card and you got, and it's surprising. There's lots of things that factor into why games are a 10 for you. Oh, yeah. Like, my grandfather died while I was playing Blasto. And Blasto is a terrible game, mm-hmm. but I love it because that's what I was playing when my grandfather died. And that makes me sound like I really wished my grandfather was dead. It, it, but I didn't. It does kind of. I liked him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it because that was what I kind of just, you know, reclused into. Yeah. Was Blasto. I know what you mean. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's many different circumstances. But yet again, we're nattering on. We should stop. So, from all of us here at BitEffect, and by that, I mean the two of us. Craig, say goodnight to the nice people. Good night, peeps. Good night. We'll catch you next time. Be sure to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, iOS, Android, PlayStation 4. Uh, your local mo- post box. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Send us whatever. a postcard. Yeah, send us a postcard. Yeah. Preferably with scantily clad ladies and men on it. Wish, wish you were her or something like that. You know that that old postcard. Wait, wait, wish you were her. Yeah. Wait. I'll have to do that to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, we will catch you yeah. next time. See you. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>